Rising action. Rising action. Good to go. I believe so. I just want my phone call. What do we actually know? Rising Action Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rising Action Podcast. Holy crap, it's been a hot minute. How are y'all doing? How you feeling? I hope this finds everybody super duper well. I am Josh, and over there is Grayson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing splendid, marvelous, sublime. It's been far too long. Uh, Thanksgiving just passed. It's been an eon since we've last recorded. Just kidding. It's probably been like maybe two or three weeks. Um, but, you yeah. know, we're both busy people. But I am done with school for, for the semester, and I have like a month and a half off. It's awesome. Uh, Josh is just still working away, but, you know, that's okay. I'm over here smiling because that sounds really nice right now. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm still I'm still working a lot. But, like, I don't have to do mundane assignments for me to graduate to get a piece of paper to allow me to get jobs. Hey, the, the piece of paper is right behind me. It looks really nice in a frame. I'm just, it was, it's very cheap cards. You didn't even so hang up just, the frame. You have that to it's look It's underneath your to. light switch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's covered up by like 18 things right now. You clearly you have so much pride. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so in case you're living under a rock, uh, it is the holiday season. It's fall, y'all. It's, it's spooky season. season. It's about to be a holiday season. It's Christmas time. It's all the things. Uh, it is pumpkin spice lattes and winter mochas and sweaters that your grandma knitted with Darth Vader's face on them. Dude, it's, um, I wish my grandma made me that. That'd be kind of tight. Yeah, that'd be super dope. I kind of <laughs> want one. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I thought it would be really, really cool to talk about some holiday themed movies and not just, you know, your obligatory diehards and home alones, but you know, some holiday movies, not just Christmas movies, right. not your, your hallmark predictable, uh, put up the tree and, oh snap, I fell in love with this random chick in Boise, Wyoming. Yeah. Kind of movie. Yeah. That's pretty much how they all go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna launch right into it. There is a movie that I personally love, and I know you love as well, that, um, I would argue is a Thanksgiving movie. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks of this as yeah, a Thanksgiving I, movie. I literally was talking about this the other day. I almost guarantee I'm so, I hope, I hope my prediction is right. It's Knives Out. Oh, okay. That's not what I was thinking. Wait, what were you? Hold on, you're going to have to tell me what you're thinking here in a minute. But uh, <laughs> Knives Out is a movie that came out a year ago. It was the best movie all of last year. Um, I, you know, it was directed by Ryan Johnson, who also has the blemish of The Last Jedi on his record, but we won't get into that. Uh, hey, he's a great director. Knives Out, he's a fantastic director. Uh, Knives Out is incredible. So good. Um, I'm a huge fan. It, just the whole concept of taking... A, a whodunit and and adding some like murder on the nile a little bit in there but then also some sherlock holmes and then kind of comedic complete americanized version of it it's mm. comedic um i i found it really funny because a lot of the family members in knives out um if you haven't seen it it's about a a, a mystery thriller crime true crime author who is a mega millionaire and he suddenly dies, and the whole movie is figuring out who did it. And his family is so eccentric. I think a lot of people can see their own family members in his yeah. family. Like, they are nuts 
In yeah. fact, I describe there's a there's a family I can think of that I describe that family by saying they're like the knives out family. Like they're just a mess <laughs> and it's really hard to to describe, but like you see it and you're like, oh crap, you know? Yeah. It's dead on. But uh I love knives out, dude. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, so it's funny because I was just talking with uh, our mutual friend Keenan um last night because that is what I got him for Christmas was the knives out steelbook. Um and Ooh. And I was like, man, uh, so I've only seen the movie once. And I'm like, I really want to rewatch it. I'm like, because it gets to this, like this season. And I'm like, oh, it's like, it's a nice, like, it's a good winter movie. Maybe it's because I associate it like it came out in November of last year. So that's what I, I think of. But like, yeah, it's a great holiday, holiday movie. And it's like, just because it kind of hits all of those uh, or ticks all of those boxes, you know. Um, but, but, and, but I like, you know, and I think that's kind of the point of this episode is that we kind of like unconventional holiday movies, not like, yeah. like you said, not your rudimentary home alones and all of that stuff. Um, even for like Halloween movies, like movies that, you know, aren't explicitly like horror or like set on Halloween, you know? Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a solid choice, man. I, I'm. I thought we had the same one in mind, but what was the one you were thinking of? I kind of, okay. I really want to know. So this is my favorite Thanksgiving movie, and that is Prisoners. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it is set on Thanksgiving. Children get kidnapped. It's a grand old it time, is, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like, okay, so Knives Out is like a fall vibe thing, you know? Like, it just feels like fall. fall Prisoners winter. doesn't. It feels like winter on its worst day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's awesome. <laughs> it it's takes rainy place on and dreary. People are sad and crying. It's awesome. It, <laughs> <laughs> people are getting burned alive in showers. It's uh, amazing. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. Mm. So I, I think, yeah, see, I watched it, it, it around Thanksgiving time because I knew it was set on Thanksgiving. So now when that comes around, I'm like, yes, Thanksgiving I movie. It, <laughs> I watched it not long ago. I think, honestly, for the first time all the way through. And it was so bleak. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to watch it again. Yeah. Also, so I recently, which, you know, we're probably not going to get into the worlds we've been exploring. Uh, we need to get back into that more. But something more recently that, you know, I probably will now associate with a holiday movie or Thanksgiving movie or kind of wintry movie is The Road by Cormac. Or, well, the, oh, yeah. Like the the movie, at least. Uh, I read the book and watched the movie, and it's like super bleak okay, and cold. Okay, what did you think about the book? I loved it. I loved the book. Okay. Okay, because it's the one book I feel like where the, the really intellectual hoity-toity people and then like regular people can agree on, you know? Like I've got a friend who reads books that are so like out there. I don't even know, <laughs> just so out there. And there, it, there's a this whole group of people that reads these books that are so experimental yeah. and don't even make any sense. And there's really no plot, and they read it because it's just fancy writing almost, mm -hmm. and it's just odd, like really odd. Yeah. But people that read books like J.R. and stuff like that. We'll also read The Road and be like, this is fantastic. And then I can read The Road and also say, this is fantastic. Yeah. And that it seems like the only book maybe ever. Well, that's not true. That's extreme overstatement. But 
it, it's one of those few books where everybody can kind of read it and be like, this is really, really awesome. Yeah. It's consumable literary stuff, which is really interesting. Well, it's, I, I would agree. I think it, objectively speaking, it's an amazing book, but I, people in my class were like, you know, they were, so they were forced to read it in their freshman composition class or whatever. And oh, really? Yeah. Uh, or for like one of their intro level classes. And I wasn't because I didn't take it at that specific school, the, the school that we, we went to. I took my freshman comp stuff in high school. So I'm reading it casually, like on my own accord for fun. You know, I'm not trying to write an essay on it. I'm just doing a simple presentation. And um, and everyone's like, it's like, oh, you chose that book. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And they're like, oh, I hate that book. And I'm like, well, it's probably because you were forced to read it at gunpoint. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. And the movie especially, like, dude, okay. Vigo, dude. Weird, the weirdest thing about this movie is it it is impossible to find or watch anywhere. Like, yeah. like I, it was on Prime for a long time. Yeah, it's not anymore. You can't even buy it on Amazon <laughs> Prime. You can't buy it on any digital streaming service. The only way you can watch you this movie is if, is if you pirate it or you buy a physical copy off like the deep ends of eBay. So did it like get canceled or something? Did it? Is there some kind of thing where I everybody's look, like, no, we can't allow this movie to see. That I Googled day. it and I was like, there's got to be something on the Wikipedia of like why this movie is so hard to find. Like, why is it so hard to watch? I can't like purchase it or rent it anywhere. I can't like it's not on any streaming service like on Netflix or, or anything um, and it's super hard to get a physical copy. Like I found one Blu-ray on eBay for like 23 bucks. And I was like, it was the only one. And I was like, yeah, what? So we've got another mutual friend, Seth, that's been on here a couple times. And that is one of his favorite movies. And I remember, uh, freshman year of college, I was working on a treatment for a short film and, uh, he sat me down and he goes, this is the road, dude. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what he was talking about. I never read the book, never seen the movie. Yeah. Nothing. And so he handed me a, a DVD and he goes, go watch it and then come back to me and we'll talk about it. And I was like, cool. He got this thing at a flea market. Um, yeah. It was awesome. And I watched it and I came back to him and I was like, okay. Don't put that on me. This is not as good as the road. <laughs> Don't say it's the road. That's just too much pressure. Uh, but yeah, the road is, it's really depressing. It's so bleak, but it's like wonderfully bleak, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just gives me it's like, nice. but it des it definitely makes me want to like bundle up in my bed and like watch it. Like that's like, that's a good like holiday movie for me. So kind of coming bundle back. Bundle up in my bed. Yeah. I want to wrap up in, in a, like a mummy in a blanket and... Have my phone two inches from my face because I like watching my movies in my bed um, and I don't have a big TV where I can comfortably lay down and watch them. So I just go like that. Um, <laughs> or, or my <laughs> iPad maybe if I want a little bit of a bigger display. Um, but yeah, Prisoners uh, and The Road. Non-traditional holiday movies that Super I like. Super non-traditional. Yeah, they have nothing to do with so, the holidays. I've got a little bit of a curveball. This isn't exactly a movie. It's not even remotely a movie but what about stranger things season two for halloween yeah i could agree with that yeah i, I f that one takes place that's the season that takes place during halloween right yes so yeah that's see the thing is that's the only season that i that i probably will never rewatch because i don't really like season two um agreed like 
<laughs> See, so here's my thing, right? With Stranger Things, and, and we're kind of just getting into like associating like movies or shows or whatever with like different seasons. So the first season I associate with late summer, like yeah, late July, early August, like about to like go back to school. Um, it's still like in the heat of the summer, but like uh, even though that season takes place in November, I believe. Um, but because I watched it in the summer, I think it's it, also, yeah, it's when it comes out. Yeah. Associated but I, with it. you know what? I may try to rewatch the first season cause I love the first season. Like I adore it. Um, I think it's so well done and probably why it's it such captivated. such a great intro. Yeah. Um, so I may try to rewatch that like over the, the holidays just cause I love that show. Season three, I absolutely associate with like 4th of July. Cause mm-hmm. like, it's like literally that's the whole premise. It's like, it's in the middle of the summer. Like. And yep. so, uh, dog days of summer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, season two. I mean, it has to be Halloween because it came out around Halloween. It's set in Halloween, like just the whole. And that's why, like, I I hate when movies don't like release the or when games or movies or any piece of media really don't release uh, the thing around that specific season. Mm-hmm. It's like. You're like in the middle of the summer and it's like, oh, it's Halloween. And you're like, what? Right. <laughs> or it you're like, quite fit. Or you're like, it's in like you're it comes out in March and it's like, oh, yes, it's uh, Christmas. <laughs> and I'm like, Christmas was right. three months ago. <laughs> I feel like that's why a lot of blockbuster movies come out in the summer, because there's that dead period for several months where there's no holidays. I mean, there's Fourth of July, but there's no holidays that have a feel to them yeah so you can release whatever you want you can release a horror movie you can release an action blockbuster you can release superhero movies you can release anything yeah you can release medieval stuff like there's that period where it's like okay we got may 3rd it's like you can mark it down there's going to be a marvel movie every year may 3rd yeah april 3rd around that you know like there's just that period of okay we don't have anything that we have to release on this day um, I know like the, the James Bond movie was originally slated for like October or something. Right. I think it was like in the summer or no, it was supposed to come, was it it was supposed to come out in like, I think it was very similar to like black widow where it was supposed to come out in like May and then they pushed it back to November right. and now it's like, God when knows. When is it coming out in 2021? Because I looked on letterbox the other day and it's dated 2021 uh, but I, I don't know like what month that they're targeting. Dude, I don't even know anymore, man. Like movies are whack when they're with their release dates. Like so depressing. There's so many theaters right now that are struggling. Like there is a theater next to my house that is a mega theater. Like it is huge. It's expensive to go there. They've got uh, 3D screens. They've got IMAX screens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super nice, super bougie place. Like if you go there. To buy popcorn and a drink, I'm pretty sure a last time I was there, I literally went right when they opened to watch Tenet. Um, and a small popcorn and a large drink was like 18 bucks. Yeah. I did that. Uh, oh my god! I told my dad before we went, I said, all right, if you buy the tickets, I'll buy the snacks. We ended up breaking even. Oh my <laughs> god. the tickets... Two tickets. We ended up accidentally seeing it at IMAX, which was actually kind of incredible. That's awesome. Um, and the tickets were a lot. But then just uh, that. Anyway, so that theater shut down. Uh, it opened up. And then a week later, it was like, you know what? We're not making any money. We're calling it quits. We're deucing out on y'all. Yeah. 
But theaters are struggling right now. Yeah. And it's super depressing. And there's no movies coming out. And it's just a big old ball of seasonal depression. Yeah, it's true. Um, going back to like the original topic that we're like di- we yep. are diverting all over the place. <laughs> um, so like my my go to, I mean, I've I've mentioned this movie a ton of times before, so you already know it's coming. But like it's and I I mean it is a Halloween movie. Like, but you can really watch it whenever. That's the guest for me. Like that's the that's my Halloween yeah. movie. Um, but that's kind of like. The point, like even the font uh, for or like the typeface of the movie is the same as Halloween. Um, and like, so I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that most people listening to this have never seen The Guest. Most people haven't. Uh, no, most people in ever. Yeah, like, it's sad. I remember when you showed it to me, I had never heard of it, yeah. I had no clue what it was. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> Ex- explain to all the people that have no clue what you're talking about what the guest is uh i hate like describing it because i'm like see if you look up a synopsis like i feel like it spoils too much so i went into this movie like totally blind like my friend just told me it's like yeah it's about this guy who like he was a friend of this fam, like this family's son um and he died in combat and he's coming to like he's he's going he's basically visits their house to help them out and i was like okay interesting why is this this doesn't sound like um, but I'm like, there's some something kind of sinister going on. So, yeah, like that's basically the the plot of it is this guy who was was in the special forces with this this one guy in the army. Um, he ends up dying in in combat, and so he's like, his last dying wish is to go like say his uh, tell his family that he loved them, and so he does that. And then the events progress, and it's uh, and it gets a little wild. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. It's like it's like an action thriller, um, slasher, like, slasher. Yeah, it's 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 so many different genres. Um, it's kind of a cult classic, but I mean, it's set on Halloween. Gives me super like intense Halloween vibes. It's also very like '80s synthwave kind of scene. You know, I was thinking about what the beginning of that movie felt like. It really feels like the beginning of Hereditary, but less creepy. And then they go on very different paths. But yeah. like the first maybe 25, 30 minutes of Hereditary and the first like 40 minutes of The Guest feel really similar. And then it goes wild. Yeah, that. yeah. They go very, very different directions. But it feels kind of a lot like Hereditary, but a little bit more 80s synth wavy, a little bit lower budget feeling, and then... It turns into this whole, like, how about this? I guarantee you, you can't figure out what's happening to you watching this movie until it ends. And then you're like, whoa. And even then you're like, what? There's something I probably, I've probably seen this movie like 10 plus times. And every single time that I've watched it, I'm like, I gained something new. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, there's oh. a lot of Easter eggs and subtle things. Yeah. It's like, and you start rewatching it over and over and you're catching these like glimpses or like picking up on things that you didn't really notice. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was like that was my Halloween movie, and then Prisoners was my was my Thanksgiving movie, and then my uh, I, I have I have two. One is a more traditional Christmas movie that people don't think of, and then one is just like a comic book movie that's set around Christmas, which I so Spider Verse obviously is like to me is a Christmas movie because oh it's set around Christmas, it came out around Christmas. It's very snowy, wintry. Um, 
and literally there's a Spider-Man Christmas album that came out because of this movie. Um, look up uh, Spidey Bells on your... Uh... <laughs> is it is it Post Malone? Uh, no, no, no. It's it's Peter Parker. What? But like it's the Peter Parker sings the... Yeah, it, he like you remember in the beginning of the movie where he's just like, I made a Christmas album, like... Oh. And, he, and he goes, Spidey Bells, Spidey like, Bells, swinging from McDowell, you know? <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it goes. So they got... It's called got, A Very Spidey who, who Christmas. Voiced, who voiced uh, Spidey in that movie, Peter Parker? So, well, okay. That was Chris Pine, right? Chris Pine, yes. He does Spidey Bells and get... Up on the Housetop. Jake Johnson does Deck the Halls. He he was Peter B. Parker. And then Shameik Moore did uh, Joy to the World. <laughs> So, so they just got all the different Spider-Men minus Spider-Pig and Nick Cage. I think the night be- there's like the night before. Hold on, let's see. The night before Christmas, nineteen sixty-seven. So that's like the the sixties Spider-Man. So yeah, it's just like a it's a Spider-Man Christmas album. Go check it out. It's awesome. I love it. That's really cool. Um. So yeah, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Christmas movie. I never actually thought about that, but yeah. you're right. It definitely is a Christmas movie. Um, the other one, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Nobody gives it any credit. People ask you, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Is it Elf? Is it A Christmas Vacation? Is it Home Alone? And I'm like, I love all of those movies. No, But no, Gremlins. You fools. Gr- oh, really? Gr- it's like the cheapest steelbook ever. Gremlins? It's the only... You can find Gremlins steelbooks everywhere. I had never found a Gremlins steelbook in my life. Walk into Best Buy. They Dude, always have a Gremlins. I was at my Best Buy. There was not one. I was there last night. Really? I feel like every time I type in Steelbook, Gremlins is the first one to come. Uh, <laughs> I love Gremlins. Every Dude. single time. Gremlins is awesome. Gremlins is pretty good. Baby or Baby Yoda wouldn't exist. Sorry, his name's not Baby Yoda anymore, but I'm not going to spoil it for you people who haven't seen The Mandalorian. Yeah, no. If you call him Baby Yoda oh. now, I'm going to strangle you. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, Mandalorian's rad. Uh, good lord, yeah, dude. It's been this season. We just been... we just did that episode a couple weeks ago on the Mandalorian, and then yeah. it kind of just got really great. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Um, yes. Yeah, so those are kind of my my picks for holiday holiday movies. But I love Gremlins because it's like it feels like a like not like a horror movie but it just kind of has like those 80s tropes but also like it's like oh it, it it's like these little monsters taking over a town like i love it it's cuz it's also like it's not adult but it's not like for kids either like it's kind of in the middle yeah. like it's, it's in the middle yeah it's like a teen movie yeah yeah i'll be honest my favorite christmas movie is super duper mainstream and it's christmas vacation and that, that kind of just killed the whole vibe. <laughs> it killed the vibe of the whole episode. But like, you, I can't top that movie. I like funny things, and uh, Chevy Chase is really hilarious. But cousin Eddie is so cringy, and yeah. I really like cringy stuff. It's probably why I like The Office and Parks and Rec. But like, just humor that makes you go, "Ugh, love it." Yeah. And, and cousin Eddie, and honestly, everything about that movie is. I still quote that thing all the time. Dude, it's like I highly say, quotable. I say beautiful Clark all the time. I'll be at work and, you know, my boss will come in and say something and I'll just be like, beautiful Clark. And he's like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not knocking any mainstream Christmas movies. Like I, I will say you mentioned Die Hard. I'm like, yeah, Die Hard's a fun Christmas movie. Like, uh, and I, people say it's not. I'm like, I think it is. 
Um, it totally is. I'm like it. Like it's not. It's not like I guess when people think Christmas movie, they think oh, it has to embody the spirit of Christmas, and it's like no, like. It can just be a movie set around Christmas or around the holidays. Yeah. But I love Elf. I love both of the Home Alone movies. P- past two, we don't talk about it. Um, I love Christmas Vacation. Um, I even like the the Claymation movies and stuff. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. There was another movie that, man, I don't know if I could dare watch this movie again because I would cry so much. But it had Michael Keaton and it was Jack Rudolph. Frost. No. Oh. Have you ever, do you know what Jack Frost is? Is that the one with um, the the comedian guy? What's his name? Has, like the Santa Claus movies, not not. Uh, no, that's the Santa Claus movies. Those are great movies too. I love those. The Santa Claus is those are really good. is so funny when he when he's like when he's getting getting interrogated by the cops and they're just like tell me your name and he goes Popo Shijo <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like. Chris Kringle, like all of that stuff. It's uh, Tim Allen, great in that movie. But no, um, I'm talking about uh, Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. So, okay, let me tell you the premise of Jack Frost. Try, I'm drawing a blank right now. Try not to cry, okay? So, okay. Charlie is uh, is the main character. It is um, he, he's a kid Early in the Chocolate Factory. Nope. Uh, <laughs> he and so his dad is in a band. Um, he's like a really good, like singer and harmonica player. Um, he goes on tour a lot and basically, um, during the holidays, uh, his dad played by Michael Keaton, um, gets in a car wreck and dies. And, but he comes back as this like magical snowman as a snowman. I have seen this movie. Yes. And it's It's so depressing. It's super depressing. (laughs) It plays, um, it plays a Dixie Chicks song at the end that makes you want to cry for the rest of your life because it's about this boy like connecting with his father after he's dead and then eventually he melts and it sucks. It sucks yep. so much, but God, it's a good Christmas movie. Like it will make you appreciate life so much. I uh, mean, I kind of want to rewatch this movie and just cry. <laughs> yeah. No, not this it's Jack really Frost, depressing. not Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> What? I'm talking about Jack Frost movie. Uh, yeah, Michael Keaton, Kelly Preston, Joseph Cross. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it popped up that Jack Frost movie called like Rise of the Guardians, um, and it's the one where is it's that like, like a spinoff of the Santa Claus movies? No, Rise of the Guardians is an animated movie. Where oh my gosh, uh, where gosh. it's uh like Jack Cross is like a teenager, and then like there's also like Father Time and the what's the sleepy guy, um, the Tooth Fairy, maybe the Tooth Fairy. I don't know. No, I'm talking about the guy who like Sleepy Gary, the Sandman, right? Is that the guy who like sleeps all the time? What what is wrong with you? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have an intellectual conversation here, Josh. <laughs> I know it's been three weeks since we've recorded, but we can at least have a conversation. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, I'm going to look up the camera. I really hope somebody understood that reference. What was, what was the reference? Sleepy Gary. I don't, I don't know who that is, bro. Oh, come on, man. Okay, so... What? Yeah, Rise of the Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bradley had, Cooper as a raccoon. It has so it's the Easter Bunny, 
like the Sandman, Jack Frost, Santa Claus. Also, Santa Claus has a tattoo of naughty and nice on his forearms. Dang, this movie kind of was epic. I forgot about it. Is the Sandman? What does the Sandman do? He like makes you fall asleep. He does like the little sprinkle thingies. <laughs> you okay. know? Oh my nope. You don't know what I'm talking about, man. Nope. Dude. I grew yeah, up in a Christian home. The, the Sandman <laughs> is a mythical character in Western and Northern European folklore who puts people to sleep and encourages and inspires beautiful dreams by sprinkling magical sand onto their eyes. That's what the Sandman is. <laughs> he goes, mm. he, he's in the second Santa Claus movie. Yeah, he's the dude with the little sleeping gown. Yes, and he's like, that's the Sandman. And he sleeps all the time. Yeah. Always sleeping. My man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's all we got today. Uh, if you want to follow <laughs> us. Dude, this is the worst like, episode ever. I am so sorry. Uh, no, this is fantastic. I would listen to this if okay. I were me. But I'm already me, so I'm going to listen to it anyway. Fair enough. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we don't really post there anymore, but we might, maybe. Uh, it's risingaction underscore. Um, or just tell your friends about rising action you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast wherever you listen to us right now tell your friends send them a link text them a picture say hey listen to this podcast it's awesome yeah man unless you don't like it in which these case two don't, beautiful men these two kings uh that you can't see yeah it's true well you can go find our instagrams at trades the rate and at josh johnson with two ends 98 oh that was so smooth i try all right goodbye See ya! Happy happy holidays. Uh, it's you filthy animal. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Rising Action Podcast. Mm-hmm.